This is the EWN Podcast Network. Welcome to Love Brand You, the show about personal branding, how your values, beliefs, and actions help you define and discover your calling and the evolution of you and your brand. Here's your host, Sam Rafus. Every week, I have a guest on the show. I'm super excited for that guest and the topic, but this week, no exception, other than I feel energetically off the charts connected with her. Most of my guests I know personally, or I have a phone call with prior to each episode, just because we usually have time and I like to discuss the show, but this, you guys, this happened so quickly that even, you know, as my guest came on the line before I got on the show, we both just said, you know what, it was divinely guided because we were looking at each other's uh, Twitter feed, literally probably at the same time, and it went that quickly. So, you know, I love my social media. So the connection on Twitter was really serendipitous. And I can't quite remember who followed who first, but it was literally, like I said, follow, follow back. And I remember looking at her headshot and thinking, okay, something is drawing me in. I need to find out more about her. I read her little bio and I went, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I need to see if this woman can be on the show. I just thought, okay, I'm going to do what I do and do what I also tell my clients. You know, if you don't ask, nothing ever happens if you don't put it out there into the universe, so to speak. So I just sent her a tweet and I just said, listen, you know what? I, I love your, your Twitter. I love your bio. I love what you do. I, and of course in a tweet, we know it was a lot shorter than that, but it was, that was what I was pouring up from my heart. I literally said, I have this show and I would love it. If you would be a guest, I think you would make a perfect guest. I think within minutes. I, again, I do things and I, I, I walk away because, you know, we're all business owners and we do what we do. And my Twitter feed went off and the message was for sure, what's your email contact? And I was blown away. I was like, oh, this is so cool. I felt giddy. And I sent the email off. And again, you know, the booking, your booking team just sent me a message and said, we'd love to make this happen and, and let's do it. So listeners, those of you who know me and are regular listeners, I'm just going to share a quote from one of her bios on Amazon, just a little snippet, because again, those that know me and listen to the show, they'll go, aha, I see why, you know, you had to talk to this woman. So her primary mission is to educate, enlighten and entertain with the highest level of integrity. She works with a committed group of new and exciting talent on their branding, promotion, marketing, producing, and product development. That alone is alignment for me and the premise of Love Brand You. So now you know why I am so beyond elated to have a conversation with her. And once I introduce you to her, you will know why even more, and you'll want to listen to what she has to say. 
Here with me today is Jackie Jordan, author of Get on TV, the insider's guide to pitching the producers and promoting yourself, and Heartfelt Marketing, Allowing the Universe to Be Your Business Partner. She is a two-time Emmy-nominated TV producer and New York Times best-selling publisher. Jackie has produced countless TV shows and been involved in booking or producing over 10,000 television guests. Jackie also works with exciting new experts and celebrity clients on their branding, promotion, marketing, and development, as well as on-camera skills. Welcome, Jackie. Thank you. My goodness, thank you. That was a very beautiful and genuine um, introduction. So thank you for so much for having me here on Love Brand You, and it's a pleasure to meet you. <laughs> I'm... I did. I happened to catch that we were both like looking each other up. I was listening to your podcast, so I got familiar with your podcast. And I, it's funny, we we passed each other in cyberspace at the same time again. <laughs> and again, divinely guided. Yeah, thank you. Very, so, very much. It looks so, like we have a lot in common. I know. I know we are going to have a great show. And again, I know those that listen a lot are going to be like, oh, I can't wait to hear what you have to say as much as I am. So, I always say, you know, start us, okay, back. I got to go back because I have to keep it wrapped up in the topic or I'm the person that kind of goes down the shiny um, rabbit hole. So we are really talking today about your uh, get on TV and insider tips for you and your brand. So listeners, this is what Jackie and I are going to spend most of our time on. But because, you know, my heart goes to the heartfelt marketing too. So Jackie's going to start us off with your backstory. That's what everybody likes to hear. You know, what made you do what you do? And I know you were pretty famous early on at an early age as far as you and your business. So tell us your backstory and take us into where we're at now. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Well, I um, my background is actually is what they call an unscripted television producer. There's no such thing as a, a television show that's not been scripted, but I'm in the category of news, talk shows, uh, game shows, as opposed to scripted shows, which would be your dramas like uh, Grey's Anatomy or Westworld, the season finale this past week. Um, so that's the background that I, I have. I, I produced for Geraldo during the O.J. Simpson trial. Um, Donnie and Maria, where my Emmy nominations came for came from. Um, I've done several pilots and talk shows um, that I've launched with the studios and the networks here in Los Angeles. But uh, my early years were in the 90s were in um, New York City. I, I produced for CNBC, Wall Street Journal Television. And uh, so I have a, I, and because I'm an unscripted producer, what I used to do as a, as a booker and a producer is I always put experts on television. And uh, then I became a showrunner, launching pilots and overseeing shows. Uh, the last show that I was officially hired for that wasn't under my company was for AMC's uh, Sunday morning shootout with Peter Goober and Peter Bart. And we produced for guests for like, like Charlize Theron, um, Ed Norton, Samuel L. Jackson, um, Kevin Costner, uh, Steven Spielberg was the hundredth episode. So it was a pretty extraordinary uh, time period. I felt like I got paid to go to film school. 
in the business. And uh, after my 100th episode with Steven Spielberg, I went on my own to uh, produce, um, I run my own company, which is called TV Guestbert. And that has evolved. It's TV Guestbert and TV Guestbert Publishing. And what we do is we raise the profile of experts in the media and we help grow the client's core business. So we work with bases, authors, experts, entrepreneurs, business owners, CEOs, and we are, our flavor of it is, I always say we use PR as a tool, but we're, we're using it to get people's message out into the media to help grow their business. Part of the heartfelt marketing, allowing the universe to be your business partner, because I'm also very much into, a lot of people just do the publicity and let's get a client on television or, or media, but I want to see how that translates. Like, is this um, media translating to your overall business or your goal or, or whatever that specific goal was that you had hired us to do? So I'm very specific about how that is done. And I always tell my clients that content is the currency. So experts are interchangeable. Ultimately, nobody really likes to hear that, but it is all about the content. So I'm very big on the teaching process of it because I can aggregate opportunities or more opportunities when my clients are educated about how the process works. And that's, we do through our TV, TV on camera training.com um, workshops that we do uh, monthly here in Los Angeles, I guess they're monthly. So that's kind of the, the, the business background of what uh, I do professionally. That's the infrastructure that we, that we work on to help catapult messages out into the world. Oh, and I I was looking at so much of it because I found it so interesting, again, you know, trying to be that expert or speaker or entrepreneur, all of the different facets that were on your website that I was going through and looking at, you know, different videos. And again, seeing where, you know, the experts that are coming to you, it is that authenticity. So, so you probably relate to this, uh, Sam, and the, and the work that you do as well with the branding and the marketing um, as well. But so Chicago Tribune did the story today where it's, a, it's an op-ed piece, but it was needed to be told. So I always look at where's the narrative, where's it going, and who do I position into the places the narrative's going to cut into. So Anthony Bourdain, you know, committed suicide. I think it's going to be three Fridays ago this week. And finally, somebody had done the story about his alcoholism because he's an admitted addict and that the, in the Chicago Tribune, they basically said that, you know, we could talk about it from the position of depression, but if we address it from the position of addiction, which is also alcoholism, what we were doing was we were watching an active alcoholic drinking regularly on television. Now I'm not suggesting that anybody either has to agree with that position or not agree with it. But as for what I do for a living, this activates my experts who do addiction or mental illness to get into the media and get into that conversation. So we're always, so what I'm a master at is the collective narrative. Where's the story going and how do we pop our, our folks into it? And then how do we leverage those opportunities into a higher level of um, experience or opportunity for the client that just had the initial exposure? And that's, that's kind of how the alchemy of how we do that. And correct me if I'm wrong. I read something. Um, I think it was on one of your blog posts. It was about the arc, the yes. arc of where the story is. 
So a lot of people, the misconception is when they call TV Guestbert and they want to hire us, they just, the first thing they'll say is, do you have, uh, do you have contacts at Ellen or do you know Oprah? Um, actually, Oprah is one of the few big celebrities I haven't met, but I've met a lot of other celebrities that I've, I've had the privilege of working with. I've actually never met Oprah, uh, but we do have really great relations with um, executives at OWN. And I always say, it doesn't matter how great my relationships are. It's like, do you have the goods for me to walk in the door with? And that's what, that's what counts. Like they're happy to take my call, but are they happy to, for me to take the call to bring you in the door? That's a whole different story. So where, uh, so you know, when we look at a breaking news story, and then today, what I was just catching um, as we were getting ready to Skype was, the, was a Supreme Court ruling today that overturned the Japanese-American um, co- concentration camps here in America, which plays on what was going on in the narrative right. um, of the current presidency wanting to do a travel ban on Muslims. So that happened today. So in every story, um, and I did write about this is I think it's on my LinkedIn profile and on the company website, TV Guestbert, is that every news story has an arc. And in that arc, there is a cadence for people like us who are content providers to position experts into the arc of the story. And I can tell when a story is going to last two days. I can tell when a story is going to last seven days. I can help tell when a story is going to last. And I know where the particular expert, given their credential, is going to fit into a particular story. And that is, and that's, that's, that's a cadence. That's a rhythm. Uh, I say, I put, I, what I do is I put surfboards in my expert's hands and then I tell them, I teach them how to catch a wave. And that really is what the narrative is for creating content and getting their messages out there. So it's not like, oh, Jackie, you just need to call, you know, the president of of Sony who went to your your alma mater or something like that and and get me on TV or we just call. It doesn't work like that. No. And so it's all about the, like the, you know, the cadence and there's preparation meets opportunity, but in order for that to happen, the cadence has to, um, there has to be a rhythm involved in that happening. We just took on a client who's a hypnotist. He's a really fantastic hypnotist with a great personality, but I'm not taking him out as a hypnotist, not a hot expertise. So because of his background, we're going to work with him as a mindfulness expert. Because he does, deals with a lot of um, neurology and the firing and refiring of synapses in the brain. Anything about the brain right now is really a talked about conversation. But a couple years ago, I'm maybe saying like two or three years ago, not even that long ago, I, I couldn't place a mindfulness expert if I tried. I couldn't place a meditation expert if I tried. I could place a medication expert, but I couldn't place a meditation expert. Because the collective narrative has shifted, especially in the last year and a half, in a big, dramatic yeah. way, now this is popular. And that's what, that's what folks like us do. That's the intuitive piece. that, And it's also the experiential piece of what folks like us do for other people. So I'm big on the education because if my clients don't understand the process, I can only aggregate opportunity at the level they actually get it. They don't have to be an expert in the process. They just have to have some sort of understanding and respect for it in a way that I can aggregate the opportunities. Otherwise, I can't deliver the big opportunities they think they want unless they understand the process. I so get it. 
I, I, I so get it. I so get it from, from my end because, again, it, it's the same vein. I will have clients come to me and say, you know, I'm an introvert. million followers. And, yeah. And, and you know, organic ones, of course. Get me clients. And I will say, well, who are we speaking to? And again, I read that in your, when I was going through the book part, your book publishing, what, guestbirdpublishing.com, which part was, uh, yeah. listeners, there's so much excitement through Jackie's brand, but I was going through it and watching the video and you, and you're, you're saying like, who is your reader? There you go. So, yes. Who's the yes. viewer? Who's yes, the, the reader. Exactly. So guessworkpublishing.com is a like a five-week mastermind group that we, we book coach people through architecting their book and also go through the background of marketing. And because we coach and help people get their book projects going, and we also can do all the way to the New York Times bestseller list and the publishing and get it on bookstore bookshelves. But most people don't take into account when they're writing a book, like who the book is for. And if the book, someone writes a book for themselves, no, that's totally okay. But they can't expect to sell it necessarily if it's just for themselves. Like if you're just writing it because you're going to get satisfaction out of it and that's it, okay, it's okay. But if you're looking to sell a product, because I say a book is a tennis show. It's got to have a, a customer. It's got to have a distribution place it's got to have a title a that makes people want to read it exactly 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 we did uh we worked on a new york times bestseller campaign as um the pr company we didn't do the campaign as a publisher we later did it and the two authors of the book wanted to do something about like being feminine goddesses and fierce and finding your way and that was kind of the jumbleish of the title is like I can't promote that on an and that's lovely that's lovely you know. but you you and I both know probably a thousand women that could say that and I yeah. don't and I don't mean that wrong like I I want to do that but totally. it, but it doesn't it, no. we we can say that but it's not going to reach any further people are going to go oh okay that's nice and that's exactly the question I said to the author I said do you want to reach your client base or do you want to reach new people, new customers, as you just said, or new clients? And she's like, well, I want to reach new clients. It says, so we ended up talking them into committing to the title, Taming Your Alpha Bitch. Whoa. He was like terrified it. that, you know, they were going to offend their, their customer base. So I said, well, you already have your customer base, but let's go out there with somebody else. And then, you know, we got it. Jordan Sparks is holding the, mag- the book in People Magazine. They did uh, the third hour with Kathy Lee at, um, in Hoda on the Today Show. It hit the New York Times bestseller list. That's the power of a great title, you know, and that's what you're saying is, you know, like, who are we speaking to and who is your customer and what's the message that we want to get out? And, you know, and I love that, you know, marketing and branding, like they're, they're cousins. They're not the same thing. Exactly. You know, they're the same thing, but they're not the same thing. You know, and uh, and all these little pieces have to be taken into consideration when in, in the process and, and what are we messaging and imaging, especially imaging today. We're so big into the imaging. What is the right. imaging we're telling? So take me back to we, we just got into so much content, which I, you and I could talk about for hours, I'm sure. But take me back to I like to ask each of my guests what you know, what's your core values? What, what made you from the, cause we know it's from the inside out. You and I both know what we're doing has to come from within inside. 
Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think my, I think my life is divinely guided in spite of myself, you know, as much as I like to think I'm in, in control, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm probably very star seated and it's just, this is what the path is because I was the very much the kid who produced the plays in the neighborhood as a, as a child, you know, and then I got really involved at a young age producing television shows and then reality shows, which is always very interesting thing, which is really um, on my speaking circuit right now, I've been doing grounding the spiritual into the material. And I can't believe I'm actually getting booked as a paid speaker to business groups on that conversation. That is, to me, a revolutionary shift. And what um, I can see that is my life has been about taking the spirit or the immaterial or the idea, if that's the easiest way to look at it, and, and materializing it and anchoring it and grounding it. And now I do that for... Uh, I do that for businesses and experts and authors, and but that's really the, been, been my life path alchemy, and I can see now that I've just been rehearsing or templating that uh, skill set my whole life. You get that, don't you? I know, and I'm like, oh, I like I, I, I like soul, soul sister. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I like how you said templating and practicing. Templating. Well, I, that's, that's part of my grounding the spiritual into the material is that, you know, I used to, we were taught 3D linear is either failure or success, which is a very black and white looking way to look at it. And what I keep learning is that, you know, I'm not, there's no failure. It's all templating the process. And I happen to be one of those people who are very slow templating. But what I get in the process of doing that is a lot of mastery. So I get the mastery of whatever is going to come and it neutralizes any polarity that's attached to the experience for myself so that when it actually completes a full alignment, it's completely neutral all the way across. And it looks so easy. It's like, I just did it. Ta-da. But I've actually templated a thousand times to get to that moment where it's like, you know, and the best way other people can relate to this, you'd always hear is the dating story or the love story. You know, I have gone, you know, I've kissed a you know, thousand frogs before I met my prince. And just when I was going to give up, I met the man of my, my dreams. You know, I married the man of my dreams. Well, that to me is because that person had templated the experience and had to go through the entire process of templating the polarity that they were holding regarding the spiritual into the material experience of it so that when it did present itself in right alignment, it was a neutral experience. So that's what the giving I gave up and then it happened. And what they actually did is they finally got neutral on it and were was able to now receive it. So I always say laws of attraction is kind of like spiritual kindergarten. Um, in, in some, uh, I mean, it's a necessary understanding, but it doesn't take into effect all the um, elements that go for it. And, and bringing it back to the, the business part and the marketing, you know, it's always like, you know, we're, we polish here, it shines over here. I remember very specifically, we we're trying to bring a sponsor in and we were going after Samsung. And I don't know why we were going after Samsung. And then out of the blue, Panasonic showed up. You know, so it's like you, you polish here, you shine here. So, you, ha- you know, it's that intentional action uh, that, you know, c- creates the results process for it. Did I say a lot there? <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm literally, uh, listeners, you can't see me. And, and, and maybe when I post the video at a later date, but right now, like I'm kind of gaping with my mouth open going, yeah, I get like, but 
It's so brilliant. Um, okay. When we talked about the um, spiritual aspect of it, and like you said, that I, and again, I had seen on Jackie's feed listeners that she was at the Mystic Bookstore. Mystic yeah, Bookstore. Mystic Bookstore, yes. Yeah, that was just past week, yeah. And I had said, oh my goodness, you know, here I'm in, in Calgary, Canada, and she's in LA, and I wanted to be there. And of course, if I was close, I would have been there, absolutely, 100%. But it was just so, again, serendipitous, because when you when you're in that right alignment, people, you know, you're saying you couldn't have done that two years ago. No. So I've been doing this, like the salon series and the mystic journey bookstore is one of the places that we put, we do publish, we, they carry a lot of our books and I, I like supporting bookstores and I'm still a tactile person. Yep. I like reading books. I like uh, writing books. I, I write by hand. I write checks by hand. I'm very tactile. If I write a check, I know it got paid. If it's doing that auto thing on the, AI on the computer. I'm like, I'm not in touch with my money, you know? So um, I'm very tactile. So we support bookstores, but I've been doing this, the grounding the spiritual into the material uh, salon series at the um, at mystic journey. And I, and I took it there before I took it out as a, as a talk. And I, I just, I kind of throw out um, prompts and then the group speaks with it. It's an open non-charged event um that we that i've been holding so you don't know who's going to show up like it's you know you can anybody can walk through the door and i've been surprised by the chemistry and the talent of the people that have been coming on a monday night in los angeles and venice no less to sit and have the discussion um the last salon series that we held uh, which was last week the one that you noticed we talked about hoarding your god-given talents and why it's not serving oh. So share a little bit about that. I know so, we have to take a break, but share yeah. that. Part, and then after the break, we'll get to some of the other idea. Like all of us, you know, you got the book inside of you, but you think to yourself, who am I to write the book? Like any one of my colleagues could write the book. I felt that way when I wrote get on TV, I work with a thousand colleague producers. Why am I, who am I to think I'm going to write the book on get on TV? Well, it's not a right about or writing the book. It's about writing the book, get on TV. And so as artists, authors, business owners, entrepreneurs, self-motivated activators, whatever we fall into, CEOs of our own world. Who are we to do that? Well, we are to do that. You know, it's, it's, that's what we do. So that was one of the topics that we, we did. So I, I know we got to take a break here, but yeah. <laughs> and, and again, as somebody who works in this business with spiritual, intuitive, holistic, so many of my clients are women in this world. I, this is what I keep telling them and why I came up with Love Brand You is it's about sharing your gifts. So That's exactly it. That's exactly it. Okay. That is the calling. The calling, exactly. Okay, we're going to take a short break. And after we come back, I want you to get into... Start with your tips of what people shouldn't do to get on TV. So we're now we're going to get into some of the nuts and bolts of what we wanted to talk about. But we're going to take a break and then I'll bring you back in. Thank you. Just going to pop some water. Are you a wellness professional looking to provide clients with meal plans that actually work without all the time and effort on your part? 
Meal Garden Professional is the answer to beautiful, easy nutritional coaching with everything you need for your clients and your business to thrive. Meal planning is key to healthy eating, but it shouldn't have to be hard. You can try MealGarden.com totally risk-free for seven days, and if you love it as much as I do, claim your 50% discount at the end of the free trial with special promo code LOVEBRANDU. Do you feel like you're drowning in administrivia? Do you have a podcast you would like transcribed to repurpose as a blog or even a best-selling book? Rhonda's Virtual Office is the answer to the freedom you crave so you can get busy doing what you love. Let Rhonda's Virtual Office give you the relief you need. Visit rondasvirtualoffice.com and get some peace of mind today. Rhonda's Virtual Office is the go-to transcription service for EWN Podcast Network. We are back to Love Brandy with my guest, Jackie Jordan, who we could probably spend the rest of the day talking about spiritual alignment and just sharing your gifts with the world. But I promised that Jackie would share her insider tips. <laughs> insider tips. So this so, is what I do all the day. All okay. Day. Okay. Uh, a couple things I'm a big believer on on camera training if you're going to be on TV because the uh, the way we market our company is we market our company TV Gaspert as we are one of two, two producers uh, which is a makes us a b2b in that regard that we are saying we are one of you and we're here to make your life easier and we've got camera ready experts so I don't want my clients or my guestsperts what we call them to practice on air on a real opportunity for the first time. And many people think that they're naturally good on being on, on television, especially the public speakers. The public speakers are the worst. And what I, I say that they're worst is because they're usually, usually in long form content in front of a live audience and they're feeding off the energy of an audience. or so they're reading a room as they're speaking. When you're doing a television show, there is nothing to feed off of. You have to be self-generated and you have to know the cadence or the dance of a three-minute, a five-minute or a seven-minute segment. And they're completely different time frames. And so the worst thing a client can say to me is, well, the host didn't ask me this or the host didn't ask me that. And I say, that's not, that's on you. So the way I describe it is, is I say that it's a choreographed tango and the producers who we are pleasing, they are the choreographer. The host is the leader, lead in the dance and you are the, going to be the, the follower in the dance, but everybody has an orchestration. So there is a step, there is a cadence, that cadence is designed by the content that has been predetermined by both you and the producer for the show. This is not scripted, but it is agreed upon. We're going to go here. We're going to go here. We're going to go here. We're going to cover this with enough room for spontaneity and something better to appear. But that's exactly how a television appearance goes. Now, a radio show is very different. It's more like a television, a, a, radio, a talk, a telephone call. It is just, it could be spontaneous. It's got more of this kind of energy in a radio show than it does in a television dance. So when people want to be on TV, they, they, I, and I would say you want to be on a national show. It's like major league baseball. Have you done batting practice? Do you have the right mitt? Do you have a you know, really great baseball? Can you run the bases? Uh, that's what being on a national show is. If you want to be in the major league, you have to practice like the major league 
players do and you have to know the rules of engagement of it. So that's where we go with a lot of uh, that. And it's also about paying attention to content because a lot of experts or businesses, they have a specific messaging that they want to get out and they become very single focused in it. And then they miss the broader range of opportunities in which they can market or brand themselves into the storyline if they loosened up their grip on their specific messaging that they wanted to tell. And people, a lot of businesses lose opportunities in that because they're so specific of what they want to, um, to get out there. So those are some of my simple tips. I'm all big believer in starting local. So it's very easy to get local, uh, um, media, local press, that's what the local news is about, is they're about supporting businesses and about supporting ideas. We're working with a, a, a swim school right now that uh, does scholarships for underprivileged uh, children. There's a lot of way, and local media is interested in those type of stories, those type of feel-good stories. So, you know, reach out to your assignment desk, reach out to your news desk, and let them know who you are and what your business is about. And those are very easy things to do um, in order to get your uh, immediate exposure. So, in today's marketplace, and, I, and I'm sure, you know, Canada is not really much different from the U.S., but in today's marketplace, what, what's kind of the rule of thumb? Because I've, I've been in some training. I've talked to some people that are on local shows, and, and someone had said to me, you know, how come you're not doing that yet? And I was, you know, oh, it'll, it'll, it'll come. But what, what should they do? Is it, you know, contact frequently? It needs to be a press release. Yeah, I don't write press releases anymore. We just we write a, a topic pitch, uh, which is like a hot topic line. So, uh, here's an example: we have a, a doctor, um, and he's really into epigenetics, which is a very heady conversation. Even my office is like. So, uh, but we use the news story about the two uh, astronauts. One went into outer space. One stayed here. When the one came back from outer space and landed, his DNA was different than his twin brother. That was the hook we used for the conversation about epigenics. So we wrote that as the headline. We included the news article that was a public story. And we wrote just what the doctor would say. What would the doctor say on this particular news program? We sent it off to the assignment desk. We got the booking. So it can be as simple as that. It doesn't have to be overcomplicated. So it's not... And it cut out there, but it's not a press release. It's just we don't use press releases anymore. No, we've I haven't used a press release in ten or fifteen years. Press releases is too much information. Uh, Everybody's we're all so inundated with information, and producers are overwhelmed with information. So they just need to see it quickly, Uh, like you know who, what's the credential, what do you look like, do you have a tape of your appearance, you know have you you know what do you who, what would you say on camera if you don't have any tape just grab a cell phone just shoot yourself talking about it just so they can get a feel for you on camera and then give us a couple speaking points five or six speaking points i always say you know what would you say at a cocktail party to a stranger you just met it's that kind of conversation for television and it can be that that simple so that's the con- the, con- the paper context or the email context in which we send a pitch and then typically it it can happen very quickly. So what, what I know is, you know, be ready for that opportunity. And like you said, you know, practice, pra- be ready for the opportunity because some of, some of the opportunities that come along for me and people will say, you know, how did you get to talk to that person or how did that happen? And I said, because I'm always ready. Yes. I'm like, I said, for every opportunity, again, I didn't know you and I would talk so quickly, but I'm ready. 
They, right. For any guest, I am ready. Right, right. Well, yeah, well, it's because you've done the preparation work to be ready. That's what ready is, is when the preparation work happens. I always, you know, when uh, Oprah had the daytime talk show, she doesn't have it obviously anymore. Her big show right now for herself is Super Soul Sunday. Of course, she's got a network and she just signed a deal with Apple um, for overall content. But the, when people would say, you know, I want to be on Oprah, I was like, well, do you have a business platform that can support the type of attention you're going to receive when you're on her show? Because if not, it's like handing you a winning lottery ticket that you're about to lose. Yeah. You get all this great exposure, but what do you do with it? So I'm always about that piece in the business dynamic. You want this, but can you receive this? You know, is your container big enough to receive it all? And you're, you're preaching to the converted and what, uh, again, what I say to my clients too. When again, they'll come to me and they'll say, can you help me with this? Or I want to do a Facebook ad. And I'll go, your, your business isn't even set up yet. Right. We don't even know who, who are we Facebook adding to, you know, right. like, so again, I get it. And, and that foundational work, it takes time, but you have to be willing to put in the time and the effort to build your foundation so that you can have that platform to shine from. Right. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. So that's how and why you should receive uh, the type of exposure. I believe that TV is still such a powerful medium. I know that uh, we're going in a lot of different directions and the actual platform for television is shifting from, you know, broadcast television to um, digital television, but that doesn't change how television works. And we've already gone from rabbit ear television in this lifetime to cable television. So we've already seen what that looks like. So this is just a different you know, platform change, but the, how the content is handled is probably going to be smaller. It's going to be more micro content, but not entirely all micro content, but it still is going to be the same craft. It's still going to be required to be the same craft. So it's a necessary medium for reaching large audiences. And if you're a professional, you can only reach, so there's only so many hours a day in a week and a month and a year in order to reach so many people. So we've got to stay uh, current and relevant with um, mediums that allow us to access and reach more people, especially if we've got a volume of proprietary information that we have to share to the world based on our expertise or our experience. Again, I'm nodding. People can't see me, but I'm nodding. And, and I was thinking of the point of when, when you talked about people want to share that one message. So the people that are stuck to their message how can they get more out of that? Because again, I was talking to, I was actually on somebody else's show last week and they said, what's one of your big tips? And I said, you have to be able to adapt quickly and innovate. Like you have to figure out how are you going to do this on the fly, but not, not act like it. And th this is from my business, but from a TV, getting on TV point of view, how can experts be prepared for that? Well, you know, it's, it's, again, it's preparation, but not being scripted. So I call it the deck of cards. What is your 12 deck, 12 cards or six cards or 12 cards that you have that are your stories or your anecdotes or your pieces of your experience that you can storytell and they can be shuffled any way and you can pull them out at any time to uh, substantiate a point 
or to contextualize your experience as you speak. And that's how you keep it both spontaneous and fun and unscripted, but you do know where you're, you are going with your content. Um, one of the stories that I, I tell, which is just r- bizarrely random, but to make the case in point, was that um, I had been hired by what, a German production company to go in and do a, um, uh, a, a testing for a pilot that they were wanted me to consult on. And they asked if they could videotape me doing it. And I signed the release form and I was reading this release form and I have a standard broadcast release form in the back of my book, Get on TV. So I'm reading this and they're using the word vernacular, the vernacular for filmed instead of taped. Taped is more of a television world from, you know, it was just, and it was like, you're not going to sue for the show makes money. And I've seen so many shows and I know how hard it is to get a show into development. I was like, these people are so ambitious and so positive. So I walk into the, the set where the room is, there's all these cameras on me. And the guy's trying to get me to drink champagne at 10 in the morning. And he's making fun of my clothes. And I'm like so confused. I feel like I, I literally walked into a dream. And then I kept saying to him, you know, you're, you're kind of really being pushy. I, you remind me of that guy, Borat, who chased Pamela Anderson across the country. And as I was saying that, I woke up in the moment in what felt like the Truman Show. But I was with Sasha Baron Cohen doing a scene for his movie, Borat. And I tell this story on my media training courses because I always say to them, if you're in control of your content and what comes out of your mouth, it can never be used against you. And when I had that experience with Sasha Baron Cohen being punked in a movie that I signed a release for before, but didn't know I was now in a movie because I thought I was just doing a consultation on a pilot, on a television pilot, which I technically was. And uh, I decided, and I got paid for it, I decided to stay in the moment. I just stayed my professional self and just did my job and commented on the content of the show. He worked me for over two hours, and I couldn't tell you who was more exhausted, him or me. But I didn't end up in the movie, but my scene did. So all the reversal shots are from my scene, but they ended up um, using somebody else in the scene for me, which was perfect because it wasn't a movie that I actually belonged in. But it's because, you know, if you have mastery over your content and you own what you say, mean what you say, say what you mean, and don't and say it nice, um, there, it should never be a problem. So that's why I tell my clients, you, you can handle being on a Howard Stern show or a polarizing political show because you know your content. And that's the deck of cards. And so that might have been a long-winded answer to saying, you know, how do you, how do you tell a story but keep it fresh? But that's a deck of cards. That's one of my deck of cards, that Sasha Baron Cohen story, because it's an example it's a story that I can entertain you with that both highlights who I am, where I fit in the Hollywood scheme of things and, you know, what I do for a living. So you can get all of that by my telling the story. So if you have 12 or, you know, 12 of those deck of cards, as I teach my clients, you can shuffle them and you can pull them out anywhere. That's why it's cocktail napkin conversation. (laughs) I love that. And again, I'm going, oh my goodness, you know, you're, you're rattling off your story, which I'm enthralled in. I'm like, yeah, I want to hear this. And you're saying it's a long story, but I'm totally into it. And I know that, again, I know how, not who, but I know my listener and I know they're, they're going to be eating it up. Um, But take me into what is one, even one, one, no, no. Like this is something you should not oh, ever, ever one, do. 
Oh, well, only one? Well, even more. But again. <laughs> I can give you a whole list of them. Okay. Uh, chewing gum and mints on the set is a no-no. Thinking that when you're sitting on a home base or in, in, in the set with a host and you're having a conversation during the break that you're the only two there, 30 people are listening to you if you're microphoned. Um, a no-no is promoting – whoops, let me just see where I have one. I'm looking for a book. How can I not have a book here? I'm a publisher. Where's all my books? Oh, here it is. I knew it. So promoting a book and saying, well, if you read my book, you know, then you would know. No, it's not you're about reading your book. It's But you can say, while I was writing my book, The Ultimate On-Camera Guidebook for Hosts, experts and influencers, what I learned was in the research process was that nobody really knows how to define an influencer. So how you say that? It's it's the first one is uh, like obnoxious promotion versus just contextualizing your experience. So so those are a couple no-nos. And when in terms of like attire and clothing, Oh, here's a couple things. Uh, we have seen the bottom soles of your shoes. So I always say it's from the top of your head to the soles of your shoes count. I've seen discount stickers on the bottom of shoes in uh, shots going to commercial break when they bring out the uh, jib camera, which is the camera that you know swings past the set. So paying attention to that in terms of wardrobe. Oftentimes, this is, this is kind of a crude tip, but I'm just going to give it to you straight yeah. up on Oftentimes, if you've had a really great energetic experience and exchange and you know you've done really well, you know they're happy, the producer's going to come running over to you and say, oh, my God, you are so great. Then she's going to say to you, we would love to have you back. I call that the one-night stand. Okay. The truth is the minute you walk out the door, she's moved on to the next show she has to produce tomorrow. And she doesn't necessarily – will not call to have you back on unless you've got content back to content again, that's relevant and necessary for her to have you back on. So even though she knows you're now a great guest, it's all about how well, about what the content is. So the tip I give my clients is when you walk out the door and you have that moment with the producer and they say, Oh my God, we'd love to have you back. Then your response needs to be, that's great because what I'd love to pitch to you is, and then just do a simple pitch. So have your next moment. Yes. Yes. Now don't overwhelm them. with She's just come off the set and just, you know, delivered a show with you in it but just throw out another pitch yeah when you come back i'd love to do mother's day gift ideas oh you know now you just planted the seed in her head so that's how you capitalize in that moment otherwise it does end up being a like a one-night stand so what we do as a company is we'll follow up on those moments for our clients but the answer is always the same you'll keep me you know keep us in mind when you've got something else because it's about the content yeah so, um, so those are a couple tips, um, a couple, yeah, there's, uh, so yeah, I think those are some of them. Uh, here's a couple things that in our company that we require, we require all of our clients to show up on set hair and makeup ready, period. Uh, the reason is that sometimes shows get restocked and, and even if the show provides hair and makeup, if you are not made up and the show gets restacked, they might bump you. 
off. And we've seen that happen. Our clients don't get bumped off because they're camera ready, but then they'll end up picking up three more segments because they were already ready. Oh, you're made up? Okay, let's just go right on. So, so say, say, Jackie, I got to stop you for one second. Yeah. I think I understand what you mean just based on our conversation, but the listener might sure. define stacked. So, uh, you know, if we're doing a live morning show, okay. and the show is stacked in a storytelling order. Okay. okay. We're going to tell the news. So you could be the fourth guest that's okay. going on. Breaking news happens. They need to bump the guests. They bump you and you haven't gone on yet and they'll come in to look at you and they're like, yeah, but we're going to need another 30 minutes to get you ready. We're not going to put that time into you now. So, well, thank you for coming. We might have you back. Bye. My clients show up camera ready. They'll come in and say, oh, oh, you're ready to go. Well, we just lost that guest. So why don't we put you here at the, at the six o'clock hour? We'll also, can you stay and do the seven o'clock hour? So now you got two bookings because you were prepared. The other tip for me is always bring more than one outfit. Always bring more than one outfit. Uh, we don't want you to match what the host is wearing, even though everybody thinks it's kind of cute. It really kind of isn't cute. Also, it's just a good idea. You don't know how the set's lit. You, even if you see the set on TV, it might not look the same that they want it. Or maybe the person right before you had the same outfit on. So you just want to bring more than one outfit on anything. And I've also seen it just even as myself as a TV producer. I've been in the set room watching someone who spills coffee on themselves before they're supposed to go on the air. So just bring more than one outfit. I also tell my clients that the show begins the minute you pull on the lot. So always be nice to who you see. Be always be professional. Always be ready to go. If you are an author, bring copies of your books. Bring copies of your books. Uh, the whole reason you're doing it is you want to promote your business. You want to promote your name. You want to promote your book. So bring a book with you. These are some simple tips, but I see where it ends up costing us down the line when people don't follow some of these uh, basic, basic, you know, and it also is the difference between making you look like a tv professional and someone who's just figuring it out as you go along and that's what you don't want and that's what i tell people too and that's why when you said yes for me having you on the show i just thought the wealth of knowledge that again that you can just share with people that you know they might not have thought of and just the way that you're just sharing so much. I really appreciate, I know your time, you know, just, I, I felt honored and blessed that I could have your time today. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me here. Thank you so much for promoting my books and my company and just the very heartfelt conversation that you offered me here and your, your audience. So thank you very much. I appreciate well, we've got a couple questions yet because I'm watching the time because listeners, I'm going to take it right to the time that I can have. I've got Jackie here, so I'm going to make the most of it. And I know, I, I know the listeners are going, ah, okay. I ask every guest what is one of their best daily habits. Oh, best daily habits. I'm, I like good sleep. I'm all about having good sleep. I don't have electronics in my room. Um, I go to bed early. I'm up early. That's just my rhythm. I'm, I'm all about good sleep. Good sleep. <laughs> That's one of my best daily habits. <laughs> uh, it's so important though. Yeah. And, and especially in your line of work. Yeah. Like I'm all about having good sleep. It's like, that's a priority. Nothing interferes with it. And I do what I need to do to, to, to take care of it. And it, you know, it doesn't always work out perfectly by any means, but I do have a, um, 
I do guard my, the quality of my sleep really well because I need to be on. And as we're creators, so much of what we do is we're inspired in the moment. Like the idea, you know, it's about keeping the channel of ideas going and, you know, how we're going to problem solve this or what, who, you know, how we're going to make this happen. And so if I'm, if I'm deprived of the sleep from the beginning, then I can't function at the level that I'm required to on behalf of the people that I'm, I'm, I'm representing. So sleep is a big one for me. And then it goes sleep, exercise, nutrition. It's yeah. you know, water. Like I'm just down to the basics like that. But you're, you're also role modeling that for your clients. Like you're yeah. saying, this is what you need to do. Business wise, we don't carry debt. We don't take people who are in, you know, clients who are in debt. It becomes a really energetic um, liability for both parties. So, you know, we're, I'm really big on, you know, when I mentor business women, um, women who are starting businesses, you know, like, would we do it in a solvent way? So those are some of my other habits and tips, my professional tips that I, I think are really important for people to make decisions based upon. Oh, wow. I, you have shared so much here. I've got two more things before I let you go. Um, you have several parts to your brand. So it's uh, tvguestpert.com, Guestpert Publishing. And I know we didn't get in a lot about the publishing. Give me a one-liner on the publishing. What's Start the promotion for a book six months before the book ever gets published, whether you self-publish or publish. The person who calls and us and says, you know, my book just came out. I'd like to start promoting it. I'm like, you just threw a party and you didn't invite anybody. <laughs> like, it's just very hard to get the type of traction you need. So you do need a six month ramp up and treat pr- promoting a book or publishing a book like a business launch, a product launch of a business. Uh, is is it? I'm not a fan of um, self published books. I think if it's the best you can do, then definitely do it. But you know, when you're on Amazon. You are one web page. You are one URL out of thousands. So you're not getting the same um, exposure that books and bookstores are getting. You're not getting the same exposure that published books are getting through the meta tagging system. So it's a very, you have to really work outside your sphere of influence to get that book recognized. If that, if that is your goal, it doesn't, like I said before earlier, you know, everybody has a different need or a reason to get out a book, uh, a book out. And I am a big fan of getting books out period. You know, I'd rather see you write a book than not write a book. Yeah. You know, well, and you rather than publish whatever it can, whatever you can do to get it out there. And you had again mentioned on one of your, uh, it was one, on one of your videos that I watched. You had mentioned that it took you four years, four years. for you to get your so, book published. I'm published. Get on TV is published by Sourcebooks out of Naperville, um, Illinois, and they've been fantastic to me. They're great publishers. My literary agency was is Curtis Brown out of New York City. But from the time I had the idea to the time the book was published, it was a four-year process in terms of the book proposal, the um, book uh, query letters that go out, getting the agent, getting the publishers to look at the book, the publishers to respond, the publishers to commit, getting it to manuscript, finishing the four years. Yeah. So uh, one of the things our company can do is get a finished manuscript onto bookshelves, bookstores within six to nine months. And a finished manuscript for us is a forty to 60,000 word manuscript that is at least in good rough draft form. That, we, we can get that's that exciting. Onto, yeah, we can get that onto bookstore, bookshelves within six to nine months. Of a 12, and our clients take out a 12-month account with us. So that's how we work. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So... 
how can our listeners connect with you? How is the best way? Because I know I hands down, I mean, I'm going to be connecting with you more. I know that, but I know the listeners are going to, I need to talk to this woman more or at least get on your mailing list. Get a, What's the best way for them to connect with you? I'm, I'm pretty like, I'm pretty easy like this. So it's, you can email me at jjordan at tvgusbert.com. Um, okay. You can just send me an email. I, I will respond. I might filter it out to the appropriate person on my team who can handle specific requests, but we will, you know, I will get back to you on that. So um, yeah, we're pretty, we're pretty hands on that way. Okay. And I'll have that on the show page and I'll just have your uh, website so that That's they can right. take a look at that too. Yeah. My office is probably going to cringe. They'll be like, you just gave out your email like that <laughs> on the website. It's not yeah. Good. I'm, I'm okay. Thank you. And leave us with, I can't believe we're already at the end. I, again, I'll be, I have to have you back, Jackie. <laughs> uh, what's your best parting words of wisdom or advice for? Oh, go for it. Totally go for it. Like if you're thinking about writing a book, write a book. If you're um, thinking about getting on TV, go get on TV. And if you don't want to do it yourself and you don't want to educate yourself on it, then hire someone like, Sam or anybody else who's a professional in it so that you can get out there and do it. Yeah, just do it. That's my, that's my word of advice. Yep. I have to we, my company has way more media leads than we have experts always. We have more opportunity than we have qualified experts. So it's not the opportunities that are lacking. People so, who do it, yeah. I love it. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you Jackie. So much. Thank you very much. Thanks for sharing your audience with me. Okay. Wow. Listeners, head on over to tvguestbert.com. I'll have it on the show page, like I said, uh, to get a hold of Jackie. I'm your host, Sam Rafus. And until next time, keep sharing the love. Yeah. Thank you so much. Love Brand You with Sam Rafus. If you like what you heard on today's show, head to iTunes and subscribe to Love Brand You. You can leave a comment, a review, or send Sam a note for recommendations on a future guest you'd like to hear on the show. Thanks for listening to Love Brand You with Sam Rafus. For more, visit samrafus.com. S-A-M-R-A-F-O-S-S dot com. This is the EWN Podcast Network.